email comes from Isaac Marashli. He says he was flying to Florida to meet up with his wife and kids. And he thought he was going to have a quiet flight and chill in his words. But then he remembered that we were talking about different people that were flying and learning the daf. So he decided he'll also learn the daf on the flight. As he's learning, he notices that the gentleman next to him happens to be Jewish. So he reaches over to him and he says, Hey, would you like to learn the daf yaymi? And the gentleman says, Sure. They learned together and they had a great time and he tried to convince him to be part of the shir. And he says, thank you for the inspiration. Isaac Marashli, beautiful Misa. Brand new Mishnah, brand new Sugya. The Mishnah tells us that there are five karbanas that push off Tuma. That is, if most of Klai Yisrael is Tumit, or most of the Kayahanim are Tumit, we bring these karbanas nevertheless. However, unlike a carbon Pesach, when you bring these karbanas, you cannot eat from them. A carbon Pesach is the exception to the rule. The only carbon that you bring it when Klai Yisrael is Tuma, you bring the carbon Pesach and you get to eat it. The reason is because carbon Pesach, the whole purpose of the carbon Pesach is to eat it. It's not there for a kapara, it's for the eating. What are the five karbanas? The oimer, the carbon oimer, the mincha that you bring on the second day of Pesach in order to allow the new crop. Shte'alechem, the two breads you bring on Shavuos, they also allow the new crop to be used for minachas. Lechem aponim, 12 loaves of bread that we bake from Shabbos to Shabbos. Go to the Kayanim. Shalmi Tzibur, the Karbanas that go, the Shlavim that go together with the Shteh HaLechem on Shavuos. And Siri Rish Chodesh, these are the Karban Musaf that we bring on Rish Chodesh. These things could be brought when Klai Yisrael is in a state of Tumah, but not to be eaten. The reason why the Mishnah says five is to exclude the sixth one, which is Chagiga Stesvav, the Karban Chagiga that we bring on Pesach. Sukkot and Shavuos, it doesn't push off Shabbos. And therefore, it doesn't push off Toma. Even though it's a carbon tzibur, so to speak, because Klai Yisrael, each individual brings one, so there are many of them, it's called the carbon tzibur, and it has a specific time that you bring it, nevertheless, it doesn't push off Toma. The seirim that we bring on Yom Toivim are included in the Shalmei tzibur. So why isn't Rish Chodesh included in the Shalmei tzibur? Rish Chodesh comes to tell us a chodesh. I would think Rish Chodesh is not a mayad, it's not a regal, it's not a chak. And it's because it says, as we'll see soon, that's what gives us the heter to bring it to Tumah. But Rosh Chodesh is not a maid, perhaps. Kamash Malon Rosh Chodesh is a maid. Moshe Rabbeinu added another day to make Tammuz a 30-day month. And therefore it came out that when the Miraglim left on Chavta Sivan, 40 days later they showed up in, their, in, in the Midbar. That was Tishabav, The day that Klai Yisrael cried in vain, so they'll cry in vain, Ledairis, the two Churbanis of Beis Hamikdash on Tishabav. It's because Moshe Rabbeinu added another day, and he said, Kara alai mayed. He called Rish Chaydesh a mayed. Pesach and Karban Tamid, it says in the Pasuk, Mayadai. You must bring him that day, regardless if it's Shabbos, regardless if Klai Yisrael is B'Tumah. Other Karbanis, it says, Mayadaychem. So they push off Shabbos and Tumah. Karban Oimer and Shtei Alechem are not in the parish of Pinchas, so we need a special Pasuk for them. It says, Ve'idabir Moishes, Mayadai Hashem teaches us that they push off Shabbos and Tumah. The question is, why do I need all three psukim? The Gemara says each one has something special. Carbon Tamid comes every single day, it's Tadr. Also, it's completely consumed, it's carbon oil. Carbon Pesach has Karas. All Karbanas come for a Kapara, and the Oimer comes to allow the new crop, and so too, the Shnei come to allow the new crop for Menachas. The Gemara tells us a major Cheshman here. The Talmidim thought that Rabbi Yeshua doesn't fit into our Mishnah, which allows to bring these five karbanas with Tumah. There's 
two concepts. One is called Tuma Hutra Betzibur, and one is called Tuma Dechuya Betzibur. The difference is they're very similar, but there's a slight difference. Hutra means there's a complete blank slate. You're allowed to do whatever you want. The Torah, the Torah is materit, and it's completely mutter. You don't have to look for any Eterim. You don't need any Kapara. Dechuya means it was pushed off, but we need a Kapara. How do you get this Kapara? How do you achieve a Kapara? Through the Tzitz of the Kayin Gadol. However, the problem is the tzitz of the kohen gadol, the chayr, the gemara thought, doesn't work for food. Okay, Rabbi Shua says in order to get a kapara, you need to have both the food, the meat, and the blood, not tummy. Well, if the food cannot get a kapara through the tzitz, so you only have blood that has a kapara, not the meat, and therefore you cannot bring this carbon. You can't bring the carbon; it doesn't fit into the mishnah. The maskana the gemara tells us, the Rabbi Shua fits in very well into the mishnah. The mission is talking about a carbon tzibur, which Rabbi Shua agrees that you bring betoma. He just says that a carbon for a yachid, you don't bring when you're tamay lechatchila, but if you do bring it after the fact, the diavet, it's okay. According to Rabbi Yehuda, he's the only person that holds tuma hutra betzibur. Rabbi Shua tried to prove them from a kain gadol yom kippur who doesn't wear the tzitz. You're not supposed to wear gold on yom kippur, and it's meratza. The tzitz is meratza, even though he's not wearing it. And Rabbi Yudat replied to him, he said, Tuma hutra, it's not true, it's because the tuma becomes completely mutter, and I don't even need a tzitz. So you see, he's the person that holds, he's the tana that holds hutra b'tzibur. According to Rabbi Yeshua, the Pesach says, Abbas of Adam, you need both meat and blood that are tar. According to Rabbi Lezer, the Pesach says, B'dam zivachecha, all we care about is the blood. The fact that it says, Abbas of Adam, says Rabbi Lezer, we learn from that, that not only do you throw the blood of the Mizbah, but you also take the Imurim and you toss them onto the Mizbah. In fact, there was a gap between the ramp of the Mizbah and the Mizbah to show the Kohanim, stop right there from that point on, you toss it. What does Rabbi Yeshua do with Dam Zivachecha? He says, well, the Pasuk right away says, the Basar says, Dam and Basar. So why is it the same Pasuk? Say Dam and Basar twice. One is for Ayla, one is for Shlamim. Ayla has its Chumrah. It's completely consumed. Shlomim has its chumrah. It's eaten twice, once by the Mizbech and once by the owner. Rebeleza says, well, I need Habas or Teichal to teach us that the blood comes first. In that part of the Pasuk. To teach us that you throw the blood first and then you get to eat the Basar. Rebbe says, I can learn that from a Kabbalah Before we said the Maskana, the Maskana is that our Mishnah could go like Rebbe Shua, And Rebbe Shua is talking about our Mishnah is Betzibor. Rebbe Shua is talking about the Yachid. The Gemara had three other attempts, and we'll go through them really briefly. The first attempt was that perhaps the tzitz gives a kapara, not for the meat, but the emurim that go on the mizbeach. And like this, will satisfy the pasuk habasar adam. The basar is referring to what goes on the mizbeach. The Gemara says, well, that doesn't work very well for the oimer and shte'alechem. And we see the Rabbi Shua says specifically that even the oimer and shte'alechem require both, so to speak, the basar and the dam of the oimer and the shte'alechem for the ritzoy. So the Gemara made another attempt that perhaps, according to Yeshua, the tzitz is in fact meratza for food. But Rabbi Yeshua says specifically that the tzitz is not meratza, not for what goes on the mizbeach, and not for what you eat, the food. Third shot the Gemara wanted to say is that our mission is talking about b'diyeved after the fact. If you went ahead and threw the blood, then we'll allow it. And Rabbi Yeshua is talking about lechatchila. If you come to ask a rav, are you allowed to throw the blood in the state of tumah? The rav will say no. However, that doesn't fit into the Lashon of the Mishnah because the Mishnah says, You could bring them Lechat Have a wonderful day.